live from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Good Monday morning, everybody. Welcome, 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 one and all, to Live from America. We made it through another weekend. We made it to another start of another week uh, by the grace of God and only by the grace of God. Thank you so very much for joining in this beautiful Monday morning. This is Live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, but God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, a.k.a. the Hip Hop Patriot. And today is May the 10th year of our Lord, 2021. I'm just so, so, ex- so happy, so excited um, to, to continue to do Live from America. Every week is a blessing. And I just noticed something. You'll see this big, huge, white-looking stain on my shirt. Don't like that. Don't like that. Better get that back in the washing machine. <laughs> anyway, folks, like I was saying, I'm so incredibly blessed to be able to do this show day in and day out, twice a day, week after week, and none of that is possible without all of you. And I said it in my newsletter this morning. If you follow my newsletter, you guys are literally the lifeblood of this show. You make the show uh, amazing. You make the show go round and round and round, and you, you truly... Um, make it possible for us to fight censorship in every in every way possible. And I'm just, I'm so thankful for that. So let's get right to doing some morning shout outs, shall we, to those who are watching live here on Rumble. I'd like to say hello to Wendy from Minnesota. It's good to see you. Milo from the Good Morning, he says, from uh, Washington State, not D.C. Uh, <laughs> uh, Harris Scott from Lynn, Massachusetts, not too far south of me, Massachusetts. We actually got to talk about that today a little bit. Starscream35 says, what's up, Jeremy from Indiana? Angel Eyes says good morning. Um, Osborne H. Heather here. Hello from Missouri, the show me state of Missouri. Good to see you, Heather. Um, Lizzie Lee says good morning. Oh, Lizzie Lizzie Lee, yep, uh, from Indiana, great state of Indiana. We've got uh, Sherry from Ohio. The Silver Wolf says hello. And Jessica O'Brien also is watching today. See if I can refresh this here and get a few more. BJ Hines from Georgia. Pam from Missouri. Good to see you. We've got a lot of folks watching from Missouri. Sharon Hatcher from OHIO. And how about Jenny from California? Jenny from California is watching as well as Nicole from California as well. And Dee Dee Williams from the great state of Texas where everything seems to be bigger. Um... So anyway, folks, what a great treat we have for you today. i got a great show lined up for you today. Got great information for you. Got some positives, got some negatives. But regardless of whatever it is that I have for you today, it's all the truth. And with the truth uh, brings uh, knowledge, wisdom, action, uh, uh, um, succeeding in what you're trying to do. We need to know the truth before we do everything else. So let me... uh, let me move on and uh, give some live shout outs to some folks who um, sent some donations in. Of course, the monthly donors that, that have it um, taken out of their account every every month. That's huge. It really helps me plan forward. But I also like to thank Anna Scott. 
Anna Scott. Uh, earlier last week, I told you about the big donation that was sent in, and I didn't know the name. The name was right down uh, where you signed it, so that was Anna Scott. Jennifer Love, thank you. I received your donation. It actually facilitates being able to do Rumble Live for a whole year. God bless you, and thank you. Barbara King, John and Brenda Petrolji. Uh, I hope I'm saying that name right. I'm probably butchering it. Stephen and Christine Beeler. Dennis and Tatiana Sled, thank you so much for all the things that you sent my wife for Mother's Day. She was truly, truly uh, surprised and so happy when I got home to show me. David and Sybil Kaiser, uh, Miss Patricia Van Slyke, Judy and Ted Skagen, Betsy and John Chipman, and Sandra Seeger. Thank you all so very, very much for your kindness, for your donations. Um, I even got a ton of Bibles getting ready to go out today. I think I got... 15 of them getting ready to go out. So that's always a blessing. The best thing that we could do right here from Live from America is to get Bibles into the hands of people who need them. And also, I would like to encourage you all right now, or even when this show is done, to go to AuditTheVotePA.com. That is all one word, AuditTheVotePA.com. We have to get forensic audits in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and a real forensic audit in all of Georgia. So we got our work cut out for us, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot of forensic audits going on right here in New Hampshire, Arizona. There's about to be one in Michigan, I think. So we'll talk a little bit about that today. Um, Also want to let you know that Rumble does not have live video for cell phones yet. You're only able to go live on Rumble like I'm doing right now through a platform that it's it's uh, la- uh, com- computer-based, laptop or computer-based. You cannot go live from a phone. So I will not be able to go live out in the field doing anything on Rumble for right now. Okay? When YouTube, uh, when I get my YouTube rights back, I will really try to save those uh, uh, out in the field like when I'm, in, like when I'm on the bus um, the Save America bus when I'm in PA on the 19th and VA on the 21st and uh, Tennessee on the 22nd. I will try to reserve uh, all my lives um, for YouTube for when I'm on the road. And that's that's even if they let me keep the YouTube. So we'll, we'll see what happens. God is always in control, so that's all I care about. I want to quick show you real, uh, real fast. Let me go to my uh, website real he- uh, quick here. I want to show you something on the website. So when you go to, uh, when you go to JeremyHarrell.com, this is what you're going to see, folks. You're going to see the homepage. Let's go to the homepage here. I just want to try to get people familiar. When you're on, when you're on a computer, and we're, you can just click this, and it'll go right to my live. No matter where I am, you can click this, and it'll go right to my live. Um, but if you scroll down on the front page, I've pretty much facilitated everything for you on the front page. And here's all my latest videos on Rumble. If you scroll down a little bit further, here's all the latest videos on YouTube. Here's all the latest podcasts. So this way you don't got to go searching around for everything. And check this out. When you get to the merchandise, check this out. I finally have it up like I told you I would. The hat and the glasses. Now this price that you see here, this includes shipping and handling. So this includes wherever I got to ship it to. Um, it was a $30, $35 for the, for the hat and the glasses. But uh, we added another uh, $10 
for shipping and handling and packaging and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so this does, so no matter where you are in the world, this includes the shipping. I, I thought it'd be easier to do it that way than to find out, you know, where it's going, wh- who do I ship to, how much does it cost to send to this state, to this state. This should cover it all. So the hat and the glasses are both there. You can definitely order those now, just like I promised you. And let's take a quick peek at the America Strong Companies. As you can see there, we got more added. If you've if you put them up and you don't see them yet, that's just because we haven't taken them from your submission to get them up on the website. But there is a lot of great, great companies in here. All American companies, all small businesses that we're trying to highlight here. I've already shopped on some of them. I'll continue to shop on them. And I just wanted to kind of give you guys a quick overview of... Um, of, of jeremyherald.com. And if you scroll down even further, you'd see how to submit for a Bible, or you would see also the Mike Lindell uh, partnership as well. Mm. Just got my new coffee cups in from my website. I just bought these from my own website. It says Trump elected by the uh, people, Biden selected by the swamp. So if you want one of those coffee cups, you can definitely get them from my online store as well as this Save America Long Black Tea. Or not black tea, I guess it's a long sleeve. <laughs> and I also got my There Are Right Ways, There Are Wrong Ways. But only one Yahweh uh, coffee cup in as well. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, having said that, let's get to my favorite part of the day. And that is the part of the day where we spend 5-10 minutes giving our love and our honor to the Lord. I wish we had more time to do it on this show. I understand that people do tune in for political reasons. But I always have to give... There, uh, an appropriate amount of time to God, to the Lord. So let's do that now. The verse of the day today comes from Isaiah 38 to 18 and 19. Now, today was one of those days where I was I was looking through all the Bible verses that, you know, I look on my apps that get supplied every day. And for a lot, a lot of the times those are good. But a lot of the times they just don't hit home with what I'm trying, what I want to get out today. So today was one of those days where I looked to the, to the Lord and I said, God, please, God, please Help me find a verse by opening up this Bible that means something, that has that, that really hits home today. And I opened up to Isaiah 38, 18 and 19, which said this. For the dead cannot praise you. They cannot raise their voices in praise. Those who go down to the grave can no longer hope in your faithfulness. Only the living can praise you as I do today. Each generation tells of your faithfulness to the next. And I titled this video, It's Not Too Late, You Still Have Time. It's not too late. You still have time. And if you're saved, even though you die in the flesh, you're still living in eternity. And that is what this verse is all about. If you die without uh, repenting and giving yourself over to God and trusting in Jesus Christ, then the dead cannot be, you cannot praise. You will know your grave, you're done, you're gone. You're no longer a part of this earth or a part of, of God's promise, which is eternal life. So I wrote this, 150,000 people die every day. The fact that we are not part of that crowd today, right now, as I'm doing this show and as you're watching, is a blessing and a miracle. We are not promised another minute on this earth. At any second, we could have a stroke, a heart attack, a brain bleed, or something else that's fatal. If you are reading this but have not yet repented and put your full trust and faith in Jesus Christ that he died for you, then you still have time. There's good news. If you're reading this, if you're watching this, then you still have time. That's good news. So just drop to your knees right now and do it. Confess all of your sins and let those tears flow. Tears of happiness and of letting go. Once you do that, 
you have God's promise and forgiveness and everlasting life. If you die before that happens, it will be too late, folks. It will be. Please take this seriously. Talk to Jesus today. Find a quiet spot and talk to him. It may feel funny, but if you do it sincerely, it will change your life. If you have been saved, that should make you closer to Jesus and you should be talking with him more and more. Now, I, I put, I have a story for you at 11 a.m. today. God spoke to my mother for the first time in her life this weekend. This was an amazing weekend for Mother's Day, but it was an even more amazing weekend because I believe my mom was saved this weekend. I have been praying for her for years now. God speaks to us every day, whether we listen or not, no matter who we are, whether we're believers or not. But she decided to listen, and it changed her life. It's not too late. You still have time. So I know my mom will be watching this. She doesn't watch the 11 o'clock show live because she's working. She does, however, watch when she gets home. Now, my mother went for a walk this weekend to walk her dog. And she saw a little piece of paper, literally no bigger, barely bigger than a uh, fortune cookie paper, a rectangular small piece of paper on the ground. And for whatever reason, for whatever reason, my mom decided to do this. She decided to bend over and pick up the piece of paper. There was nothing on the piece of paper. She just decided to pick it up. She was walking on this trail. And decided to pick it up. Now, she didn't pick it up because she was out looking for litter to pick up. She didn't pick it up because she thought, oh, somebody, you know, threw some trash on the ground. It's up for me to pick it up. No, she wasn't doing that. Why did she pick up that one single solitary piece of paper that was just barely bigger than a fortune cookie um, fortune that you get inside your cookies? Why? What caused her to do that? Because I'm going to tell you something right now, folks. What she found on the other side of that paper was nothing short of a miracle. It was a verse. It was a Bible verse that somebody had left for somebody else to pick up. And I believe that was my mom finally opening up her heavenly ears to listen to God. God's been trying to speak to my mom. I've been praying for my mom. My mom has not yet been saved. And she picks up this piece of paper and she turns it over. And I can't remember exactly what it says. I'll get, I'll find out exactly what it said and say it later tonight on the five o'clock show. But it basically said, drop everything. Get all problems and all stress and all anxiety off you and turn it over to me and trust me. I'll take it from you. I am here. I am your support. Paraphrasing, but that's basically what it said. And my mom broke down in tears. She was not only crying when she said when she found it, but when she got home, she kept it and she felt so at peace. And when I went there um, on Saturday to see my mom, um, she gave me a present and I forgot to bring it with me, but I'll bring it with you and show you tonight. And it's, 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 it's talking about, um, when there's a storm, don't be afraid of the storm, become the storm and be a bigger storm to the devil trying to take you out something in that, in, 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 in that, uh, in that wording. But my mom was so happy and so proud to show me that piece of paper and told me how different she felt for the first time. And I just praise God and I praise Jesus in heaven that my mom finally is starting to see the light because I don't think I could, uh, my mom and I had always had a rocky relationship, but I don't think I could live eternity without my mom. You know what I mean? I love my mom. And uh, so mom, I love you. Continue to listen to God. Continue to pick up those pieces of paper when you hear him calling, because that's truly God talking to you. And I love you. Happy Mother's Day from yesterday. And uh, for all of you out there, hope you had a great Mother's Day. What a great story to start the day, huh, folks? Let's get right to the Lord's Prayer. Hopefully you can say it with me so God can rejoice hearing it loud from your lips. But if you can't, please say it inside for the Spirit to hear it. Are you ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, 
hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for reaching out and 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 and, and prompting my mom to finally listen. All right, folks, let me take a sip or a slurp, however you want to do it, of my coffee, and then we will get started right here, live from America. Mmm. Mm-mm-mm. All right, let's do this. First and foremost section of today, we need to talk about this narrative going around that passing um, stricter and more uh, common sense election laws in your state, we need to fight this narrative that it's somehow racist and literally is built to stop people who are not white from voting. What a stupid statement to make. What a dumb narrative for the mainstream media and Hollywood and all of these left-wing brainless Democrats to push. Why? I'm going to tell you it very simple right here. You, This is the best ammunition that you will have arguing somebody who tells you that uh, election integrity laws are racist and literally only implementing to keep people of color from voting. Now you'll hear all types of left-wing pundits from the Young Turks to, to, uh, oh, I don't even know that guy's name. Can't even think of his name right now. Anyway, I watched some of his show over the weekend. Um, and what a, what a crap show, uh, these guys put on when they try to argue this. So they're trying to argue that if you do this, you are purposefully, uh, keeping people of color away from voting. But let me ask you this, folks. And, the, and, their, and their biggest their biggest argument here is, had President Trump won, by the way, which he did, but had President Trump won, would you still be changing these voting laws? Well, let's break that down real quick, and then we'll get to your argument, your best argument. Um, if you steal, say you say you have a uh, say you have a vacation fund. Right, and in that vacation fund, you have no idea how much money you've put in there. You've put in money for a whole year. Say you got a whole jar of it, right? And say your kid goes in there and steals a handful of money out of there. Okay, you probably wouldn't know it until you went on vacation. Okay, you probably wouldn't know how much was taken until you went on vacation. Okay, when you do find out, because you always will, you always will. When you find out that your kid not only took money, but how much he took because you have proof of it. Let's say you had been keeping track. Let's say that. That's a better analogy. Let's say you've been keeping track of your money and you go in there and there's a hundred dollars missing. And you're like, no, 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 no. The last time I wrote in here, there was this much money and now there's a hundred dollars missing. And then you come to find out that your son or your daughter stole that money. What would you do? You would then implement ways for them to never be able to steal the money again. Maybe put it in a lockbox. Maybe put the money in a bank. Either way, you would implement ways for them to never, ever steal it again once you found out they stole it. So, long story short, when it comes to people go, well, if he won, you guys wouldn't be doing this. Probably not. Because if he won, which he obviously did, and that's why Dominion and all these states are trying to stop people from looking into the looking into it, um, they say if he won, he wouldn't, have, well, if we won, 
then obviously there was no cheating going on. Not not to the extent that you could actually steal a presidential election. So what a stupid argument that is, number one. Now let's get back to the we're trying to keep uh, people of color from voting. President Trump got the most votes from um, black Americans than any other Republican in the world ever. He also got the most Hispanic votes for any other Republican in the world ever. In the United States, I should say. Not in the world, but in the United States. He got both the black and the brown vote more than any other Republican. Number one, that is something to be proud of because that means that you were actually listening to the minority community and you were doing something for the minority community. Enough for them to go, wow, a politician that actually listened listened to what was going on in our neighborhoods, listened to what was going on in our communities. So why would we want to get rid of that? Why would Republicans put voting laws in place that restricted that record number of black and brown Americans from coming out and voting for President Trump? They wouldn't. It's stupid. It's a dumb, dumb argument to make. It makes zero sense whatsoever. Why would we want to eliminate more votes by doing... No, 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 no. See... The, the fact that the fact that the left is saying, oh, you're you're making it harder for black people and brown people to vote when you pass ID laws. Are you literally saying like I talked to um, when I talked to um, Vanessa Hicks last week? Are you literally saying from the left that black and brown uh, people or Asian people are too dumb to go get IDs or they don't have the common sense or they don't have the know how to get into a car to go get an ID? Come on. You the, you can't go anywhere with an ID. You can't get on a plane without a, an ID. So that would mean you'd have to say that every place that hasn't that asks for an ID is racist. Okay. So we know that that argument is stupid. But the main bullet that you have when you're fighting this argument is the fact that President Trump got more of the black and brown vote that uh, vote than any other Republican in the history of this country. Why would we want to eliminate that, dumb dums? They'd have no answer for that. They'd say no, he didn't. They would just come out with some ridiculous, no, he didn't argument. But that's your best argument right there. When they say voting laws are racist, say, huh, hmm. And they say, oh, you're trying to keep black and brown people from voting. Huh, hmm. Well, why would we do that when we got more than uh, any Republican um, politician has ever, ever received? I'll wait. I'll wait on that one. Um, And also, here's another thing that I'd like to bring up in the first and foremost section today. You have all of these left-wing people that are just clamoring for you to wear a mask. They want this mask mandate to continue. Every time they see you with a mask, you're a grandma killer, or you're, the numbers are going up, just like like that comedian said, raw, numbers are going up, grandma killer, raw, and he says, oh my God, get back in your cage. Let me ask you this, they uh, are fighting for the uh, business owners if you if you say hey i tried to go in without a mask and they kicked me out well the left wing will be like well they have a right to kick out anybody they want they have a right to refuse service to anyone they want Mm-mm-mm-mm. that's the left wing's argument right they have a right to they have a right to they don't have to serve you they can reserve you for any reason they want to they don't have to serve you for whatever reason that they see fit okay well if that's the case Kind of like the my body, my choice with the vaccine thing. It's all hypocritical on their side. Let's talk about the cake baker. You guys all know who I'm talking about. The Christian cake baker who decided not to make a cake for for um, for uh, married couples that were happened to be gay because you know it went against you know his religion to 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 do that. Um, but now they're after him again because he's refusing to make uh, cakes for transgender couples who are getting married. All right. I thought it was I thought it was the business's right. 
I thought I thought a business had the right to refuse service to anybody they want for any reason they want. Isn't that the left's argument? Kind of like the whole my body, my choice thing, but yet you have to get a vaccine even though it's not your choice. Kind of like the my body, my choice thing, but even though it's not the child's choice, it's in the womb and they can kill it all the way up to nine months. You see the hypocrisy here? You see the stupidity here? Even a child understands their hypocrisy. Do you want to know how much a child understands their hypocrisy? I went in the store the other day with my kids and they're, they're selling masks and on the masks it says, I've been vaccinated. I'm vaccinated. Vaccinated. Yay. My kids were laughing. I go, what's so funny? They're like, why would you wear the mask if you've been vaccinated? And I said, huh, even 11, 12 and 13 year olds understand how stupid this entire thing is. What sense does it make to walk around with a mask that says I've been vaccinated? Absolutely, utterly stupid. And nobody cares. <laughs> that bring that wraps up the first and foremost section of today, folks. Um, I want to get to the story that really, uh, it really hit me this weekend. Pastor um, Arch, I, I don't know if it's Arthur or if it's Arthur, but Pastor Arthur uh, Palowski. Um, of the street church in Alberta, Canada. Now, remember, he was the guy when they were, when the uh, when the Gestapo of Canada tried to come in and shut down his church service, and he said, "Get out of here, you Nazis! Get out of here, you Gestapo! Get out of here, you brown shirts! You are not welcome here. You are trespassing here. You do not need to be here." And he kicked him out and he pushed him out of his church. Remember that guy? That was about what. A month ago now, three weeks to a month ago. Well, ladies and gentlemen, the Canadian Gestapo have uh, got the upper hand because they have now arrested uh, Pastor Archer Pulowski of the Street Church in Alberta, Canada. He was arrested on Saturday for holding a church service that defied the public health order. And he was the one, like I said, who kicked out the cops and called them Nazis, this, that, and the other. Ladies and gentlemen, this is just another another story and another step to removing God and to removing anybody who claims to serve God. There's a two-front battle here that the left wing of this world is trying to accomplish right now. And don't think for a second that that Pope in Italy isn't involved in all of this, because he is. Now, I'm not one to say anything good or bad about the Catholic religion at all. I don't know enough about it. I've never been around it. I don't know enough about it to say it's a good, uh, because there's so many people who were raised Catholic. What I will tell you is that that Pope that's in there right now is not the rightful Pope, just like the guy that's in our White House is not the rightful president. Because what happened to the Pope that was before him? Was it Pope Benedict? What happened to that guy? He was Pope for like 24 hours, and then they removed him, and then this guy comes in. So don't think that he's not involved in all of this, by the way. So you've got this one world push here to try to get rid of God and the people who serve him. And in this country, you have the people, uh, they're trying to get rid of Trump and the people who follow him, the people that consider themselves MAGA, okay? They are trying to get rid of those. Why? Because they are for the people. God is for the goodness of this world and for Jesus Christ and the left and Satan hates that. So they're trying to eradicate him by locking up pastors, by shutting down pastors on social media, by not letting people like Pastor Locke, Greg Locke, get out his message. 
Okay, even when it's a non-political message, they still censor Pastor Greg Locke. Look at me. As soon as I started speaking about God and putting God first in my show, that is when all the censorship came. When I decided not to shut up, the FBI shows up at my door. You see how it all works here, ladies and gentlemen? The same thing goes with President Trump and the people who follow him with the MAGA movement. They are trying to get rid of anybody who has influence over people to do good, to do what is right, to do what is just, to follow God, to spread the gospel, to give people prosperity, to give them opportunities in the in the minority community, communities and in the rich communities. It doesn't matter. Anybody that's trying to do good, spread good, spread the word of God, spread gospel, is try, uh, they are literally trying to shut up from the top to the bottom. My question is, how long are we going to allow this to happen? How long are we going to allow police to, to, to harass, assault, and brutalize men of the cloth, men of God, okay, and women of God? How long are we going to allow them to muzzle our children and muzzle ourselves and shut down our businesses? Because all it takes is for everybody to go, no, we're done, and then it's done. It's done that quick. Unfortunately, we have so many people out there who are completely and utterly brainwashed by the people who want more control and more power. So if you live in Canada, if you, even if you don't live in Canada, but especially if you live in Canada, you guys should be doing everything you can to protest the, protest the arrest of Pastor Artur Pulowski. He should be vindicated and justice should be served to those who falsely imprisoned him for speaking the word of God. Amen? Share the video if you agree. I cannot wait for Rumble to record these live videos so they just stay up. So I don't have to upload the recorded version after. So all these comments and all these uh, shares are all connected to one video. I can't wait for that to happen. It's supposed to be next month. But now, let's uh, let's continue to talk about the people who want control and power and who are who are putting this totalitarian rule over regular people. Let's talk about UMass Amherst real quick. UMass Amherst is a college in Massachusetts or Taskachusetts, whatever you want to call it. We call uh, most people from Massachusetts massholes, uh, but not <laughs> not the ones with, that actually have a brain, that actually uh, understand common sense and stuff like that. But anyway, let's talk about Massachusetts for a minute. UMass of Amherst is going to get the first Dumb Dumb Award today, because how dumb... Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll see. You'll see. <laughs> UMass of Anhurst. First time I've given a college the Dumb Dumb, and I missed the bucket. <laughs> missed the bucket completely. Uh, UMass of Amherst in Massachusetts kicked out three girls over the weekend. Okay? Kicked them out of college. I think it was late last week, actually. And the reason why they're kicked out, and when I mean kicked out of college, I don't mean suspended. I mean, you're gone from this college, UMass Amherst. They kicked out three girls because somebody, much like the person who reported me for being in a building I never was in, and they have the, the literally the Federal Bureau of Investigation show up instead of just making a phone call, doing a few little research, a little bit of research to find out that it wasn't true, because somebody reported a photo of these three young ladies without masks. Sounds pretty harmless, right? But what makes matters worse is it wasn't that just these three ladies were not wearing masks. They weren't wearing masks in the photo and they weren't on campus at the time. Think about that. They were all they were off campus and they were outside in the picture. Off campus 
and outdoors. Somebody said, oh, oh no, I can't stand it. Oh, those three American girls are exercising their right to be free and to pursuit of happiness and to breathe without being masked. How dare they? Some liberals sitting somewhere going, oh, pulling their hair and, 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 and cutting themselves probably. You know what I mean? And no, and I'm not trying to insult people who've had that problem before because I know other people who, uh, who've had a problem of cutting themselves. But you know, I'm trying to paint you a picture here of how these liberals are. Somebody, some liberal somewhere was frothing at the mouth and drooling, literally looking like they were having a seizure or that they ate a bunch of Alka-Seltzer or something and then like crushed it all up and drank Coke, just foaming and frothing at the mouth over this picture where these three young girls happened to have no masks on and be outside. So they had to report it. I'm going to report it to their college. So then the college actually takes action against these girls not only kicks them out but also says they are losing their course credits and their tuition losing their course credits and their tuition because they weren't wearing masks off campus outside can you say lawsuit can you say lawsuit but here's why they get the dumb dumb award of the day folks because who do you think sends their people Sends their kids to colleges like Amherst, uh, UMass Amherst. Who do you think has the money to send their children to schools like Dartmouth, to schools like Yale, to schools like um, uh, Boston College? Who do you think the people are that have that money? Do you think that they are all left-wing liberals that are sitting back there going, well, honey, you should have wore your mask off campus. You should have done it. You should have been exercising. You shouldn't have been out there killing grandma. No. Most of the people who spend that kind of money, who have that kind of money, who send their kids to schools like this or to Ivy League schools, are conservatives. How long or how many people do you think, how long is this going to be able to go on where places like Dartmouth or UMass Amherst are allowed to kick people out of school, keep their tuition, and take their credits from them? How long do you think that's going to happen before parents are like, okay, see you later, we're taking our money elsewhere? The same way we broke Woca-Cola, the same way that Woca-Cola has now put out a statement backtracking their whole, oh, everybody's racist statement. The same way that we broke them is the same way that we're going to break colleges. These left-wing, ideological, uh, 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 crazy, indoctrinating colleges. That's what we got to do. We got to bankrupt them too. And how do we bankrupt them? Stop sending our kids there. Stop paying the tens of thousands of dollars per semester to send our kids there to basically just party and do nothing else. All right? I applaud these three girls for not wearing masks, number one, but especially off-campus, outside, okay? The person who reported their photo are the same people that are on YouTube putting thumbs down. They're my take-my-ball-and-go-home, I'm-having-a-meltdown crowd that can't stand it. They need a safe space. They need to tell on somebody. Their lives are so worthless in their own minds, not in God's mind, because we're all children of God, but in their own minds, their lives are so worthless. They get up every day, they hate looking at themselves in the mirror, so they go, whose life can I destroy today? So, maybe we should put a campaign together, find out exactly who it is at uh, UMass Amherst that we call, and you know the rest. So I'll work on that, folks. I'll work on finding out exactly what department, what division of that college that's responsible for removing these girls, whether it was a board or whether it was a single uh, individual's um, decision to do this, and we're going to find out who that person was. And then we're going to do what we do here on Live from America. We're going to let them know what we think of the entire situation. All right, moving on. Again, folks, my job is to bring you information. 
My job is to bring you information, and I'd like to thank my good buddy, Vince Allo, DJ Vince One, for letting me know that was happening in UMass Amherst. All right, moving on, the pedophile-driven... Oh, by the way, let's... Well, we'll talk about Woca-Cola in a minute. I'm sorry. The pedophile-driven woke mega corporation known as Disney, folks, is now <laughs> making employees complete a white privilege checklist as part of their new hire training in, um, <laughs> that insists that America was founded on systemic racism and they are now teaching, it's mandated in Disney, to teach critical race theory by having people check off a white privilege checklist, I guess, uh, when they're hired on at Disney. That's right. They are going to make everybody who gets hired on at Disney understand that white man bad, orange man bad, and everybody else is oppressed, and everybody else has not been given the opportunities in this country. Mm Mm-hmm. How many... Let me ask you a question. Maybe you can do a quick internet search on this. How many black billionaires does the United States have? I would bet, without even looking right now, I would bet you that America has more black billionaires than any other country in the world. I bet. How many How many women billionaires? How many brown billionaires? And I hate to even break it down like that, but if we're going to combat the left, we got to talk their language, right? How many? Would you say that this country is oppressive to people that look differently than what I look? Hmm. Content of the character, not of the color of skin. So Disney, much like these other companies, like UMass Amherst, which is a college, and Woca-Cola, you know what to do, folks. Crush them. Get rid of your Disney Pluses. Don't watch Disney movies. Do whatever you got to do. Don't take your kids to Disney. Matter of fact, we're going on vacation. My family's going on vacation the week of June 12th, I believe. So I'll be on vacation for like 10 days. I'm still going to try to do the show, believe it or not, because I can't leave you guys for 10 days. But, But the week of June 12th, we were going on vacation. Guess where we were going until we changed our minds? We were going to take the kids to Universal Studios and to Disney. Because, you know, you always got to take your kids to those, you know, I never, I never got that opportunity. So I figured my kids would have that opportunity. But once we seen how woke and how ridiculous Disney and these places were getting and how the, the, the mayor of, um, of Orlando was still making people mask up just to go to places like Universal Studios, we decided we're not going to put our kids through that. So we decided after much prayer that we were going to do something better for our kids in the long run. As much as they might not think so right now, we're taking our kids to the ark. Um, Ken Ham's Ark, and we're going to take them to the Creation Museum, and we're going to take them, and we're going to take them to educational places that give them the Word of God. And how much better is that than to take them to these woke, loser companies out there that just want the minds of our children? So now Disney is is mandating critical race theory as part of their hiring process, mandating their trainees to basically brainwash them. They probably got some room where they hold their eyelids open and and handcuff them and make them just watch nothing but oppression videos produced by BLM. I guarantee it. Um, But anyway, it shows you the power of what happens when we make them go broke. Woca-Cola came out with a statement late last week completely backtracking on everything that they said when Georgia decided to put in the election laws. So whether it's because they're going, uh, whether it's because they're losing tons of money, it's the only reason they would backtrack. 
right? Why would a big billionaire corporation come out, say such a stupid statement, and then backtrack it a month later? I can tell you why. Because the boycott that people put on them actually hurt them. They've seen it in dollars. I told you, these people only speak one language. It's money. Well, two languages, money and control. One leads to the other. Coca-Cola has now come out and said, you know what? Uh, maybe what we really need to do is have more conversation and dialogue so that all sides can be heard, so that everybody can be educated uh, properly on what the other side's opinion is. Uh, very different, isn't it, from a month ago when you were bashing people that uh, put in election laws as racist you were calling people who agreed with election laws racist. You were literally demonizing people like myself, and now you want to say, "Well, maybe it's maybe it's time we listen to that person." No, you don't get to you don't get to throw stones like that, and then a month later go, "Yeah, maybe it's time." No, no, I continue to boycott the Coca Cola brand completely, and I continue to watch them lose more and more money. Uh, how's that feel, Coca Cola? Oh, by the way, Disney and Coca Cola. Cares. About your backtracking or about your racist name calling? How about that? <clears throat> Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, to some good news. How about this? Mom Jeans Mitt Romney has now been censured in Utah, a county. Since the Utah uh, GOP as a whole decided not to censure him, specific small counties are starting to censure Mom Jeans Mitt Romney. And he's got a one-way bus ticket, the same place Liz Cheney's going. Maybe the two of them will end up in Loserville together and they can get an apartment and live in their loser little la-la land of Woketopia and GOP and CCP money. Regardless, it's a great, great news. It's great news that Mom Jeans Mitt Romney has got more and more counties censuring him to let him know that we and the people uh, the people of utah do not want him so you're fired you're fired bye mitt romney by the way speaking of you're fired let's talk about liz cheney liz cheney will be gone by the end of this week i believe liz cheney will be gone by the end of this week and i think it's really funny this is the flip-flopping that goes on within our party and the Democrats are right. We are we are experiencing a, 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 a not a civil but a revolutionary war in the GOP, and 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 all the Democrats are making fun of us for it. They're like, oh look at look how united we are, and look how not united, look how divided the Republican Party is. Oh, they're fighting over who's going to be leadership, over what their message is. They're all over the place. Mm-mm. What you guys don't understand is that's a good thing. We're getting rid of the dead weight. We're getting rid of the losers. And once that happens, you're going to see a Republican Party united like you've never had before. Not only a Republican Party united, but a Republican Party that's not afraid to be called racist because they're so sick of, that, of getting labeled that. A Republican Party that's not afraid to be called bigots because we're not and we're just so sick of it. And a Republican a party that knows action, 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 action. Thanks to people like Steve Bannon. Thanks to people like John Fredericks. Thanks to people like uh, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and, and Life from America. Okay? We are going to be a party. We're going to be such a force to be reckoned with. We're going to steamroll over that Democratic Party like it's nothing. Liz Cheney, she's going to be gone uh, definitely by the end of this month, but I think by the end of this week. And they are, uh, And now... Kevin McCoward over the weekend, remember when he was backing Liz Cheney? Remember when he was like, well, she has a right to disagree with President Trump. But then he went down to see President Trump and get praised by President Trump. But then he came back and he still let her spew her CNN garbage, her warmongering father's garbage all over the airways. 
Now he's saying he backs Elise Stefanik to replace her. So that means the leadership in the Republican Party has now fell off and away from Liz Cheney. So Liz Cheney, you're fired. You're fired. The people, we the people, still have the power. <laughs> we the people still have the power. And another little bit of good news: MAGA rallies are about to start. When Trump, when President Trump starts these MAGA rallies again, you are going to see people rally back to him bigger, better, stronger than you did in 2016. Now, I got a clip sent to me on Telegram from this weekend. President Trump was speaking, and you know what he actually said? He said, there was reasons I decided not to put in the Insurrection Act. There was reasons why I I decided not to invoke certain things that a president has the power to do. And that reason is for what's going on right now. So you can see just what a bunch of failures that the Democratic Party is and what they want to do to this country because he knew they were going to go full bore. He knew they were going to come out stronger, faster, quicker than ever and, and, and literally expose themselves for who they were. No more hiding behind the curtain. President Trump said that. He said there was reasons that I didn't do those things and it was to shed a light on what they're doing right now. Does it hurt us? Yes. Is it painful for us? Yes. But President Trump knew that this is the way it needed to be done to really bring truth to the statement that he made when he left. The best is yet to come. So when those MAGA rallies start again, there's going to be no way to censor him because he's got his own platform now. There's going to be no way to stop him. I wish Frank's speech would get their stuff together because I would love to see that start exploding. I get that they're being attacked, but I haven't been able to log into Frank's speech since the week after it started. So I'm going to be reaching out to the people uh, that work with Mike Lindell today and find out what's going on there so I can report back to you guys a little bit later tonight. All right. Let's talk about this real quick. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. They will all suspend you for talking about the Chinese virus. Every one of them. No matter what you say about it, they will suspend you if you're talking negatively about the Chinese virus. Now, if you say, oh, wear 16 masks and get 14 shots and, you know, whatever, go to China, what, they'll love that. They'll love all that. But they can't stand when you speak in opposition of the China virus or the vaccine. And they say it's because you are spreading misinformation that does not align with doctors' opinions. Okay, seems fair, right? Spreading misinformation that does not align with doctors' opinions. Can anybody tell me if they remember Dr. Stella? Remember her? Can anybody remember the frontline uh, doctors who went to D.C. and stood up there and told you that hydroxychloroquine and Regeneron and therapeutics work better than any vaccine would? Remember those doctors? What about those doctors, Twitter? What about those doctors, Facebook and YouTube and and Instagram? You said that they don't align with doctors' opinions, but what I'm saying, what I said on YouTube that got me suspended actually did align with doctors' opinions. Dr. Stella and all of the frontline doctors who visited D.C. that day and continued to be censored for coming out with the truth. Dr. Stella said that she um, gave 100% of her, cl- of her, of her uh, clients, um, or patients, I should say, um, hydroxychloroquine, and 100% of them survived and went on to beat the virus like nothing. Hmm. And they aligned with those doctors. Oh, but it didn't align with Dr. Fauci. It didn't align with my with my $500,000 that I get a year to spread my own misinformation and line my own pockets and build the Wuhan lab, right? Well, let me, uh, I'm going to give a big shout out here to Russell Brand. Now, Russell Brand is somebody that I never agree with. I think he's a funny Brit. I think he's a funny actor, but I almost never agree with him. However, 
Joe Rogan actually decided last week that he was going to come out on his show on Spotify, that he got a $100 million contract to do exclusively on Spotify and not on YouTube. He actually went against the CCP virus narrative. He actually said, if you're young, if you're healthy, there's no reason for you to be getting a vaccine. Oh, Twitter exploded. They exploded calling Joe Rogan an idiot, a liar, and this, that, and the other. Well, people actually came to Joe Rogan's defense. Joe Rogan even had to walk it back and said, well, don't listen to me. I'm just an idiot with a microphone. But Russell Brandt actually, check it out. You're going to like this. Because they talked about doctors, right? Here we go. Joe Rogan sort of says, like, oh, I think if you're 21 years old, you shouldn't have to have a vaccine. What's the point? You'll get better from coronavirus. Everybody's like, hey, you're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. You're not a bloody doctor. Guess who else ain't a doctor? Bill Gates. Boom. Oh, it's all right when he does it. And so moving something that had never been done, moving a vaccine from, say, a, a J&J factory into a factory in India. I'm not an expert on body language, but I think that this means <laughs> I'm lying. We're going to watch it again. We're going to let it play one more time. Joe Rogan sort of says, like, oh, I think if you're 21 years old, you shouldn't have to have a vaccine. What's the point? You get better from coronavirus. Everybody's like, hey, you're not a doctor. You're not a doctor. You're not a bloody doctor. Guess who else ain't a doctor? Bill Gates. Oh. It's all right when he does it. And so moving... Something that had never been done, moving a vaccine from, say, a, a J&J factory into a factory in India. I'm not an expert on body language, but I think that this means either I'm lying or I'm in Laura Linardi. Okay, so let's stop that right there. Let me clear something up. Um, uh, Zelda Mom says, how can you not like Russell Brandt? He's with us. No, no, I, I, I didn't say I didn't like him. I said his movies are funny, and I think he's a funny comedian. But he's a huge, huge liberal outside of all this. Outside of all this, he's a massive liberal. At least everything that I've ever seen from him. I could be wrong. He might be a big Trump supporter, but I don't think that's the truth. Anything I've ever seen from him is definitely liberal-leaning. Um, but he, but much like, uh, what's his name, um, Ricky Gervais, he does pick on everybody. So I'll give him that. But that was an incredible video by Russell Brandt. That was incredible what he said. And he's right. Guess who's not a doctor? Bill Gates. But yet we follow this guy. We follow this guy even though his wife's divorcing him for the sole reason of his relationship with Jeffrey Epstein. That's her sole reason for leaving him. Because of Jeffrey Epstein. Think about that. This guy is a this guy is not a doctor. I've never seen him with a mask on. If you can find a picture of Bill Gates or Melinda Gates with a mask on, please send it to me via Telegram or Instagram Messenger. Please DM me that. I would love to see a picture of Bill Gates wearing a mask. Yet we listen to this idiot because he's a billionaire. Ooh. We listen to him. For what reason? He's not a doctor. But yet we... All over YouTube with him telling you about vaccines. Hmm. Kind of funny, isn't it? So big shout out to um, to Russell Brandt for putting that, putting that video out there. Let's quickly talk about... I got a few more things here. Let's talk about what's going on with the audits. So in Arizona, we now know that Dominion had full control over the election in Arizona, which means they probably had full control over the election in every single state that has Dominion machines. And when I say full control, folks, I mean full control. The board of supervisors and the election officials in that state didn't even have the passwords or the credentials to get into the Dominion machines. They literally went, there you go. You guys handle the election. We'll just sit back. Whatever you tell us is the results, 
we will take and we will let everybody know and we will fraudulently sign a slate of electors by Katie Hobbs, send it to D.C., and that's who won Arizona. They didn't even, even the election officials themselves throughout the entire state had no way of getting into those Dominion machines. They didn't have the first primary password. They didn't have the secondary password. They had no login credentials. They didn't know the username, nothing. Dominion ran the entire election system in the state of Arizona, and we now know that. So if that's the case in Arizona, then you know dang well that it's the same in Michigan, New Hampshire, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, and all the other states that decided to use them. We know that's the case. So, moving forward, we'll, we'll uh, keep up to date on that. Full, full forensic audit in Michigan. Today, um, uh, we actually, there's a court date today um, in front of a judge to push forward the forensic audit in Michigan. Okay? Um, they found out late last week and over the weekend that the Secretary of State there literally ordered things that she, beyond what we already knew, ordered things fraudulently, uh, get more fraud by the Secretary of State there in Michigan, which means that it goes all the way up to Gretchen Whitless as well. So there's another court date this morning with more evidence to push a full forensic audit in Michigan. Here are the senators in Michigan that you need to reach out to. Senator Mike Shirky, he is the head of the Republican Senate. And he's he's one that's still not on board with doing a full forensic audit. Why? Because these people are all in on it together. So if you're in Michigan, these are the people that you need to get a hold of, and I will get their numbers, and we'll talk about that later on 5 o'clock show. But I just found these num- these people out right before going live. Mike Shirky, Senator McBroom, Ed McBroom, and Senator Bison. Those are the three. Senator Shirky, Senator McBroom, and Senator Bison, if you're in the state of Michigan, we need to reach out to these people and say, you need to vote for a full forensic audit in Michigan, okay? New Hampshire, this weekend, signatures in uh, in Windham were uh, were gotten. I, um, I reached out to the election audit uh, folks here in New Hampshire. I'm actually also going to be uh, sending them some money to try to get Javon Hutton Pulitzer here. I don't know where... We are right now with signatures in New Hampshire. I will reach out to her again today and find out what that total amount is. Door to door, dressed nice. Everybody was uh, dressed nice to go door to door. Very, very polite, uh, getting signatures. And um, the end goal was not to argue with anybody. The end goal was to get signatures. I don't know where that amount of signatures is, but I'm going to continue to help out uh, in any way I can there in uh, Windham, New Hampshire. Uh, I know that uh, funds always seem to be the hardest thing to get, so that's why I'm going to help them um, with funds as well. All right, moving on. Dr. Fauci. Oh, I hate even saying the name. Let's just go ahead and give him um, the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today, shall we, folks? Mm-hmm. Boom. Dr. Fauci gets the Dumb Dumb Award today, and I'm going to play you why. Because he says that masks might become something permanent every year for the rest of our lives to stop the flu. I said at last year that they would push this mask mandate to where everybody wore one. And everybody thought I was crazy. Then I said, when the vaccine comes out, they'll make you get it or else you won't be able to fly, go on public transportation or go to ball games or concerts. That's what they're doing. Then I said, if if we the people continue to allow them to do this, they're going to make us wear masks for the rest of our lives. And everybody thought I was crazy. Let's listen to Dr. Fauci and what he says. Shall we? About wearing masks permanently? 
Come on, here, here we go. Come on, doctor. We want to hear from you. At what point can we stop wearing masks outside? At what point, if vaccinated people get together, do you take the masks off? And are we going to, but is the mask going to be something we have with us in a seasonal aspect? You know, that's quite possible. I think people have gotten used to the fact that wearing masks, clearly, if you look at the data, diminishes respiratory diseases. We've had practically a non-existent flu season this year, merely because people were doing the kinds of... We've had a non-existent flu season because you changed the name from flu to COVID, dum-dum. The world knows it. Stop being stupid. Public health things that were directed predominantly against COVID-19. The Australians, during their winter... Same thing. They had almost no flu, largely due to the kinds of things, including mask wearing. So it is conceivable that as we go on a year or two or more from now, that during certain seasonal periods, when you have respiratory-borne viruses like the flu, people might actually elect to wear masks to diminish the likelihood that you'll spread these respiratory-borne diseases. Now, he says right there, he says elect. He says people might elect. No, no, it'll be mandated. It'll continue to be mandated as long as they can control you. As long as coronavirus or the spread of respiratory disease is a, quote, threat, it allows them to have control. It allows them to control businesses, control what they call essential. It allows them to control trade. It allows them to control money that gets uh, passed at the high le- at, at the uh, Senate and House level so that money can be given to states for bailouts. It allows them to control pretty much everything. Remember, everything seems to be COVID's fault. If something is out of a, if you can, if you go to the store right now and get an air to get an air conditioner for the summer, oh, we can't get air conditioners right now. You go to try to get lumber, oh, lumber is five times more expensive than it was a year ago. Oh, it's COVID's fault. Oh, everything seems to be COVID's fault, right? COVID, 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 COVID. I'm so sick and tired of this fake narrative that the flu didn't happen this year when the flu was really just COVID. Get over it, people. It's not that hard to figure out. All right, now I'm gonna um. I'm going to say viewer discretion advised, and if you have youngsters watching, I'm going to ask you to please uh, earmuff them or actually make them leave the room. You're probably going to hear some bad language here. I always want to make sure that I give you that uh, that discreditor, that, that disclaimer, I should say. Um, and I'm going to show you a video right now of BLM shutting down another street over the weekend, and a guy who clearly is not going to put up with their crap anymore. But the worst part about this video is the cop sitting on the side, letting BLM shut down the traffic, all these people backed up, letting it happen, doing nothing. Why? Because if you do something, you're automatically a racist these days. But God bless this guy for standing up and standing out there and saying, you know what, this isn't going to happen any longer. Again, language and viewer discretion is advised. Here we go.
He's going to take them all on. So that's basically it, folks. Uh, long story short, they already doxed the guy. They already doxed him. They're threatening him. They're threatening his family. And he has a business that they're also threatening. That seems to be okay. The cop allows them to sit out there and shut down streets and cause this kind of anarchy without doing anything. And I'm going to tell you another thing right now. You heard all those BLM people going, thank you. Thank you to the cop. They're lucky that cop was there. It's funny how they don't want to defund the police until it's time for the police to defend them. And then they're like, call the cops. Call the cops like they did last week when I showed you that video on Friday where they were kicking that guy and stomping him when he came out and pulled a gun because they pulled a gun on him. They're like, call the police, call the police. Funny how they want the police there unless they're out screaming to defund the police because if that police officer wasn't right there, right then and there, everybody would have got out of their cars and they would have taken care of this on their own. Justice would have been served. Street justice would have been served. But these... Uh, terrorist groups like Antifa and BLM, they are constantly protected by the same people that they want to defund. Isn't that amazing, folks? Isn't it amazing? Before we end the show today, I want to talk about help wanted signs. Folks, there are more help wanted signs. I've seen probably, I'm not even kidding, I've seen probably 300 help wanted signs over this weekend. There are now more jobs. Get this. There are now more jobs in America than people who want to do the jobs. Not that there are people. There are plenty of people to do the jobs. But nobody wants to go back to work. Why? Because doing exactly... Biden administration is doing exactly what the left wanted. Create a socialist, woke-topia world where everybody depends on the government more than they depend on their own ability to get out there and work. Help-wanted signs are everywhere. The problem is the government is paying people to stay home so that the people will constantly depend and rely on the government so they will do whatever the government tells them to do. That is the scary line that we are walking on right now, ladies and gentlemen. It's a very thin line between a prosperous capital nation, capitalist nation and a socialist woke-topia, which we're about ready to flip over to because people just don't even want to go back to work anymore. That's disgusting, and that, folks, is un-American. And speaking of American, let me just show you this real quick. 
I am um, now partnered with your permission, by the way, with Mike uh, Lindell for MyPillow.com. And everything that you guys buy on MyPillow.com or by calling the number 800-796-7938, um, 50% of all the revenue you guys spend comes back to Live from America, which alleviates some of the donors having to donate so much and uh, helps the show's growth. But you got to put in the co- promo code LFA and you can save up to 66%, ladies and gentlemen. Put in that promo code LFA. That's going to be a huge, huge help for me and for the growth of Live from America. Also, another thing that helps is you guys going to uh, JeremyHerald.com, buying a coffee cup, buying a t-shirt, buying hats and glasses, or even becoming a monthly donor. But I also want you guys to sign up for Bibles if you need them, and make sure you sign up for the newsletter so that you can get the gospel every single day. Folks, there are right ways. There are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh, so stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. That is going to do it for today's show. I will see you tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time for more Live from America. I hope you guys join in with me then. God bless you, and we'll see you then. Have a great blessed day, folks. See you later.